listening to This Girl Can Talk with me, Harriet, and this is episode nine of season one, and I can't quite believe it. Something that started as a bit of a passion project has uh, really gone down better than expected. Thank you for everybody that's given their feedback, downloaded, listened, wherever you're listening around the globe, it means the world. So I want to talk about a few things that I've learned. So partly doing this series about dating of This Girl Can Talk is that, you know, I'm the first to put my hands up and say I'm hopeless at it. Uh, Lost confidence, perhaps, not very good at being vulnerable with it, but every one of my guests has actually taught me something, okay? So I want to go into that. Things I've learned. Guys, check out women's feet in your dating app profile or your Instagram page. Thanks to Beth for that one. Something I read also online, pets do well and increasing your chance of getting a match in a dating app. If you have pet photos, apparently if it's a golden retriever, you're going to do even better. So didn't know that until I read it. This one was great. To start off a conversation, use a GIF like Joey from Friends. Thanks to Olivia Lewis, episode two for that sound, sound advice. Also noting about food to avoid, ribs are a no on a date. But garlic bread and garlic in general is a yes from Jess. So that's something that I've noted. Safety in dating. That was really key with Emma Kay from Walk Safe. I think now we're out and about again. And here in the UK, particularly Feb 2022, we're really approaching a lot of normal things uh, in our day-to-day lives. The Walk Safe app is something that you could use not just in a date setting, but in um, if you work vulnerably on your on your own or just generally just good to have it so that was a good subject to cover Uh, urban dictionary terms I've learned so much from cookie jarring to haunting we've all heard of the ghosting thing benching they've been great and you can go and check out a lot of those uh, quotes on, on the Instagram page at this girl can underscore talk thanks for following me on there topic close to my heart is uh, sober dating mindful dating that was great advice from Katie she even said that we're never really the best mate with the bouncer when we're really drunk and I hate to break it to you you're just not you're just on your drunken personality it's not the real you other terms that have been discovered of what gives you the ick the misophonious the phobia of noises thanks to sandy for that also a contribution with the whole what gives you the ick episode and valentine's day yay or nay uh, we talked about how it can also be known as vomit day very funny thanks to all my guests for bringing their absolute a game not touch on the subject but tinder swindler i have watched it netflix if you haven't yet watched it go and watch it it's a two-hour episode like a documentary film yeah it's a documentary and the premise is it talks about a guy on dating apps he appears very wealthy but he's an absolute swindler he manipulates women ultimately and spoiler by, ni- by manipulating them with his love, he then uh, trades off to become very wealthy off the back of their money. Now, when I was watching this, and this happened in my WhatsApp chat with a, f- a few of our friends, we all agreed that we can't, we can't really describe what they've gone through because they went through it. But 
there was a great deal of naivety at the same time. If someone asked me for £30,000, if someone asked me to £5,000, if someone asked me for £3,000, I would have to question really what it was all about. Not that I'm not a giving person, but it was a very odd situation. And I just think it just shows you how you can get lured into a web of rose-tinted glasses. I think that they're a real thing. So, yeah, if you haven't gone and watched it, I mean, to be honest, I did watch it and then I deleted every dating app that I was on. So I am back at square one. But the fact that we can now in the UK have re sort of restrictions post-COVID, like hint to all my friends, if you're having any social gatherings, barbecues, weddings, uh, engagement parties and events, I can't wait. Also, can you make sure there's some single folk on your list, please? Thank you. Sounds like a public service announcement, doesn't it, when I do that? Can all friends inviting me to your party and gatherings, can you please ensure that single guests are on the list? Thank you. Now, if we're talking TV, I was a big fan of Married at First Sight last autumn time. It was on October. Really got into that season and I loved the concept and they'd adapted the Australia version. Well, Married at First Sight Australia is back and it's on E4. A little plug there. And I'm loving it. Already gripped, already glued. Looking forward to the bit where they're all married and then they start sort of the couples are integrating because then you can really get into the nitty gritty. What I do find funny is they use terms of such as I'm already spotting a pink flag. I'm already spotting a red flag. All stuff that we've covered on the podcast. I think the weirdest thing I saw was the guy, I mean, it's generally what he's got, but he had a real phobia about feet and it was a make or break for him whether the feet were going to be attractive feet or not. And this proves Beth's point. Bethy Henley, who was on in episode four, she said that this is a thing that guys look for and Married at First Sight of Australia have just backed that whole point up. Now, not for a second am I ever going to say that I'm a dating expert. I'm actually far from it, which is kind of the irony with this entire series. Um, To get friends and collaboration and brands on board was fantastic. And also to share a little bit of knowledge. I've got to keep to my pledge and get on a Thursday in real life event. That is something that I'm aiming to do in March for sure. But something I wanted to do is browse the press. And the Metro Online has got an article up this week, dated the 26th of February 2022. So if you're listening to this at a later date, just to give you a bit of an idea on timescales, this is where we're at. Five signs a partner is never going to commit or propose to you. And I found this really fascinating. So I'm just going to read these out. If they avoid talking future plans, that's a red flag. They downplay how serious your relationship, that's another red flag. They're struggling to settle down, another red flag. They don't spend time getting to know your friends or family. Yeah, I have, I've got to say I've been guilty of that myself. And I think that's a real telltale sign. And number five, they find it hard to share their life with you. Well, if they're not sharing their life with you, you need to get out of that. You need to duck and dive out of that. All easier said than done. Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode, the series, and I'm looking forward to putting together um, ideas for season two. I'm going to reach out on my social media and find out what you'd like for season two. And I'm, I'm really looking out for some fantastic guests. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch, you can do. Email address, harrietflitton at gmail.com. Should you want to get in touch and tell me anything, all I ask is that you're kind. Yeah.